Well, hello, hello. You are listening to Above Average, the podcast for big families. I am Lance Osborne, and this is a punch-out episode where I jump in and share some quick thoughts on a topic or a new story related to large family living. I guess first, before we really jump in, let me just say, I'm going to get real in this episode. If you're looking for lighthearted content, especially because right now it's around the holidays, and if you're looking for something kind of fun or chill or whatever, I don't know, maybe skip this one. It's not like I'm going to get dark or crazy heavy or anything like that, but uh, it's probably a little bit of a different pace for above average. I've just been thinking about some things that, that I'd just like to share, and I think punch out this kind of format right here for some of our episodes is probably a good time to share this. Having a large family, whether it's by choice or even accident, even divine accident, man, I would say that's, that's one of the most beautifully challenging or challengingly beautiful experiences I can imagine. With above average, I never want to whitewash things, nor do I want to blackwash situation. Is that a word, black blackwash? <laughs> anyway, nothing is, it's not as dark as it seems, especially with the perspective of time, right? We all know this. We all know what looking back 10, 15, 20 years ago at some of the challenges, some of the stuff that we were going through, we know that it may not seem as, as bad now with a little bit of hindsight. But today, I'm going to share some of what Sarah and I, what we've been talking about just in our personal lives lately. You know, if you've already been listening to the show, we have five children. Um, Our oldest is eight, and our youngest is about six months old. So we've just been talking about some of this big family stuff and just being very real and open with one another. So uh, we want to kind of bring you in on some of those conversations. And we share this not to uh, not to get raw or to do almost this voyeuristic kind of thing where we're sharing too much, but we want to do this to show some solidarity. So anyway, please note, especially to our personal friends and our family, we're not going off the deep end. We love our family, warts and all, but there are some challenges. And as any parent would agree, the world's not all sunshine and rainbows. Being transparent, being real here on the podcast, like I said, it's one way that we believe that we can show some of that solidarity with our fellow big family parents. So if that's you, I got a story for you. A confession. Our family went to confession last night, and we took the whole family to church. Uh, It was an Advent penance service, so it was a few songs and a few readings. And then the 10 or so priests who were there dispersed throughout the sanctuary to hear people's confessions. And because we were wrangling five kids, including the toddler, including the infant, Sarah and I both hopped in line quickly so we could get our sacrament on and then head back home. So we, we made our confessions after getting in line. And I guess a quick note, if you're not Catholic... In the sacrament of confession, also called penance or reconciliation, we speak our sins, we confess these sins, at least the big ones, and openly commit to turning away from sin and doing better. And there's deep grace associated with this. And for me personally, I get some really, really good vibes. It's an incredible opportunity. You just wipe the slate clean, you rebalance your priorities. So I want to talk about the feelings before that confession, though, before we hit the reset button. Without getting too personal here on the podcast, uh, Sarah and I talked about our confessions on the way home. Nothing in explicit detail. There are some things that are just between ourselves and God. But we discussed the same topic with our respective priests in the confessional. And it was the feelings of frustration. And sometimes out of that, selfishness with our, with our children specifically. Nothing extreme, of course, not emotionally uh, or, or otherwise abusive or anything like that, but just really unhealthy and unproductive reactions and emotions. The good stuff. We all know the good stuff about having kids and even a big family, right? The warm fuzzies and cute baby stuff or sweet hugs from your toddler and the awesome stuff that they say out of the mouths of babes and all that. 
And then in later years, you see their brains grow or artistic or physical talents blossom and develop. You watch your kids make friends and then they start deepening those relationships. And then even the way their struggles and heartbreaks become such a part of your life that while not necessarily fun, the feelings of empathy and sympathy you experience as a parent for your kids are beyond compare. As your kids get older, I'm just guessing here, again, our oldest is eight, but I'm pretty sure that time will start flying like a snowball rolling downhill. And we'll become proud of our kids and you'll become proud of your kids that you've raised. You'll become proud of their accomplishments. Then you have grandkids. And then much later, hopefully, you have your own walking, talking, thinking legacies surrounding you on your proverbial deathbed. Again, we all know this. This is the good stuff, right? We love our kids. They're so cool. And these are the reasons that we have kids to begin with, all this good stuff. This is the stuff that elderly people and strangers at the grocery store, this is the stuff that they remind us of when they say how beautiful and how wonderful our families are. But but it can be hard to keep this in mind. It can be hard to keep the good stuff in mind when you're struggling to make ends meet, paying the mortgage, replacing clothes for the kids or yourself, uh, coming up with tuition, coming up with school fees, fixing the transmission in the van, keeping food on the table. Or maybe you're not struggling to keep food on the table. You're just trying really hard to keep food off the floor and everywhere else. It's pretty hard to keep a tidy home, especially when your big family consists of a lot of little ones who can't really clean house the way that it needs to be done or the way that you do. It's hard to keep this good stuff in mind when you're driving all over town to practice and recitals and daycare and preschool and school drop-off and Christmas programs, etc. You'd really like to just do your own thing, to be able to do your own thing. Wouldn't it be nice to do happy hour with the guys at work or just go walk around Target or go to the gym without any time constraints or stresses? This is the stuff that I'm thinking about. And, And if you're not thinking this, then I guess more power to you. But this is some of the stuff that Sarah and I have discussed. It's hard to keep the good stuff. It's hard to keep all the good stuff, the stuff that we can recite off the top of our heads when we need to be that perfect parent, when we need to say the right thing to somebody. It's hard to remind yourself that this good stuff really does outweigh the bad. When your single friends or your friends without kids can pick up and go and do whenever, whatever they want, or that their house stays clean for longer than two seconds, or that they do less laundry in three weeks than you did today. It's hard to remember how good that stuff is when you see your friends with just a couple of older kids and they're out of that kid fog, they haven't changed a diaper in years, and they're planning their next vacation, they're going overseas, or maybe this weekend they're just going to pack up and go backpacking in their little Subaru or something. It's okay. So back to confession. These feelings, and let's call a spade a spade. Sometimes this is envy. We want to be where others are, or we just want others to know what it feels like to deal with cleaning up puke from one kid while praising another for getting an A in class, and while thinking what in the world we're going to fix for dinner tonight all at the same time. Or if it's not envy, sometimes this is just plain selfishness. We can call it selfishness as well. We want more time to ourselves, or even with our spouse alone. Alone time is good and well. But if you've maybe daydreamed too much about a life without kids, maybe it is self-centeredness rearing its ugly head. But I am saying, I suppose to myself and to my wife and to anyone else in our shoes, it is okay to admit that parenting is hard. It's frustrating. It's often not fun. It's often without reward, certainly immediate reward. 
all the good stuff that I talked about earlier, so much of that is years on down the road for a lot of us. And parenting, it's definitely without a break. It's not like a job. You don't get a vacation from being a parent, right? And without getting too down on ourselves, though, we do get tired. It's okay to say, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, whether it's short-term or long-term, you know, if, you, if you've been dealing with raising kids for years and years and years, and every time you have another one, you kind of hit that reset button, right? We start looking for some kind of light at the end of the tunnel, and then we stare at our youngest and calculate how many days until they're out of the house, or at least calculate how many days until they're out of diapers. And again, speaking for myself, I have found myself thinking, I just want the next X number of years to fly by. I'm just, I'm ready for that next step, that next process in parenting. But then just as I say that, the guilt of wishing my life away or worse, wishing away my kids' childhoods, it kicks in and we can get stuck in this thinking. We love our kids. We really do. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to any parenting podcast or you're reading any parenting book, you're, you're trying to grow, you're trying to strengthen your bond with your children, you're trying to improve your parenting. But again, let's admit it. It's okay. Sometimes we feel like we're trapped. And I guess this is where we would cue the anti-kid people saying, hey, I told you so, or you guys know how that happens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, there is no answer to these problems. Time will do its thing. And learning patience in the middle of adversity is one of the most difficult life lessons that I can think of. There's no maxim. There's no platitude. There's no secret that I can offer that I've experienced or that I've heard from other experienced parents, even older parents of above average families. There's nothing that I can throw out there that will help these feelings. But, and I guess this is as much of a takeaway as you're getting. I can share that it's okay to not always be the all-star dad. It's okay to not always be the perfect Pinterest mom. And if you are, don't tell me because I refuse to acknowledge that such people exist. Now, all that, you know, so let's acknowledge that it's okay to be tired. It's okay to not be perfect. Let's be careful with the coping mechanisms that we've come up with. Don't let something like alcohol or maybe gossip or other unhealthy outlets control you. And also avoid getting angry at your kids or letting jealous thoughts fester or taking some of this stuff out on your spouse. This is where Sarah and I, for for us, we feel like those natural tendencies, those natural emotions, when they're not checked, they can become sinful. So that's where confession kind of comes back into play for us. But beyond that, again, I think the biggest help here is simply knowing that others have been where you are. It's okay to have these emotions. It's okay to feel really, really super frustrated and certainly take solace in the fact that others have been there. Others are there right now. Who knows how many other parents are dealing with similar frustrations in families, big and small, regardless of what you see on social media, regardless of what you read in a book, regardless of what you talk about with other parents. My wife and I, Sarah and I, we love our kids so very much. And we're happy our family is who we are. We wouldn't change a single thing, even the hard lessons we're learning as we go along. If you've enjoyed this or if you've gotten something out of this, please let us know. You can email us over at theaboveaverageshow at gmail.com or let us know on our Facebook page or if for some weird reason this is the first episode that you've listened to of Above Average of our podcast, uh, you can go listen to more episodes over at aboveaverageshow.com. This has been episode 32. If you want to see the show notes for this, you can go to aboveaverageshow.com slash 32. All right, you guys hang in there. If you're listening to this at the time of release, it is the holiday season. Things are in full swing. Enjoy it. 
Take a deep breath, whether you're frustrated or not. Uh, Try to enjoy it with your kids. Try to enjoy it with your spouse. And I guess that's about it for this one. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for being above average. We'll see you all next time.